0: You're listening to Rhema for Today. See, faith is built on
1: facts. The facts of God's Word. Now, this man that we referred to in that 14th chapter of Acts, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, the Bible said. The same had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. Where did he get it? From what he heard? What did he hear? The Bible said he heard the Gospel. Then you see people can be healed just because they heard the gospel, faith will come.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The ABCs of Bible Faith, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join
1: Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Another lady said, well, yeah, but now my uncle, John, now now he was a preacher, fine man, and said he never did preach but about 20 years, and then he's sick about 30 years and finally died. Well, I said, what's that got to do with Matthew 8, 17? Amen. Amen. I'm sure Uncle John was a fine man. I'm glad he was. I'm happy that he's up in heaven shouting with the angels and walking up and down the streets of gold. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that's got nothing to do with this. Maybe he didn't know about that. Maybe he didn't know about that. Maybe he didn't know the word. (laughs) I I remember when uh, you know before we had the polio vaccine and and, and there's so much you know in some area just a polio epidemic. I remember my own dear mother bless her heart was visiting us I'd always take the family with me in the summertime and Ken and Pat, you see, were just youngsters. Oh, I don't know, eight, ten years old, something like that. And so uh, uh, we would be gone then all the summer and then during school year while they were home, my wife was with them, and I traveled alone. And so my mother's visiting us, and so we're sitting at the breakfast table. She's asking me where I'm going this summer. I said, well, I'm going here. We're going to a whole meeting here. Then I'm going to another place. And when I mentioned this other place, she almost jumped out of a chair. Why, son, he said, uh, you, you're not going to take your children there, are you? I said, oh, yeah, they're going with me all summer. Why, she said, I heard on the radio there's a polio epidemic on. I mean, they, she said, uh, uh, I heard on the radio that they're even considering closing down all the places of amusement. Because there's a polio, so many get into polio. And you're going to take your children into that? I said, why, certainly, mama. I said, neither one of my children ever had polio. And the poor dear just jumped up out of the chair and grabbed her heart. Said, oh, 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 that just that just makes me hurt to hear you. Uh, what makes you talk like that? I said, the word of God. Amen. See, I've got to talk the same to Mama as I do you. Amen. I have to talk the same to everybody as I do you, for the word of God's the same. I said, Well now she said, "Now, now now son said, You remember brother so and so, brother S? Pastor, minister of the gospel. Yeah, I said, I knew it. Live within two houses of grandpa, my grandpa. Just one house between him and a. Yeah. Well, now he's a fine man of God, preacher, pastor. And one of his children died nine years of age. I said, Mama, that don't have a thing in the world to do with the Bible. Maybe he didn't know what I know. I know he's a fine man of God. I know he loved God. I remember he came to visit me one time when I was sick. After we moved. Because see, I was bedfast 16 months, 17 months, almost, and and, and I was. Uh, uh, we, we moved after i been bedfast about nine months. We moved from 405 North College Street to 903 East Greenville Street, the city of McKinney, Texas. And Reverend S lived just one house, you know, one house between us and his. And he, I, I was bedfast there then for eight months. You see, so he came over and visited one time, and and, and he talked about the weather. And told a few jokes, and left. So I'm just nearly sure he didn't know about this. (laughs) For if he had known about it, he'd have probably told me. But he didn't tell me one thing that hurt, that helped me. He thought those jokes would cheer me up. Something funny, you know. wasn't bad jokes, you know, just funny. (laughs) Amen. Never even prayed. Well, did you ask him to pray? No, I didn't ask him to pray. After hearing him talk, I sure didn't want to hear him to pray. (laughs) Yet mama used him for an illustration that it must not be God's will because he's a fine Christian man. And he was. And pastor, he wasn't pastor right at that time, but he had. And, uh, and his child died at about nine years, one of it at about nine years of age. So, so that must not be so. I said, Mama, that don't have a thing we will do with the Bible. The Word of God is true. The 91st Psalm said, No plague shall so come nigh thy dwelling. And I vaccinated both of my kids with the 91st Psalm when they were born. Some people wait too late. Amen. I vaccinated them with the 91st Psalm when they was born. And so, well, maybe so, she said, maybe so. I said, no, maybe so about it, Mama. I know so. See, faith is built on facts. The facts of God's Word. Now, this man that we referred to in that 14th chapter of Acts, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, the Bible said. The same had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. Where did he get it? From what he heard? What did he hear? The Bible said he heard the gospel then you see people can be healed just because they heard the gospel and faith will come. Glory to God. And you could go anybody. Wouldn't have to be called of God. Wouldn't have to be anointed of God. Of course, people are anointed to God to minister healing. They're gifts of the Spirit manifestation manifestations of the Holy Ghost. But you wouldn't have to be called of God. Wouldn't have to be anointed of God. Wouldn't have to have anything except just know what the Bible said. You can take that same message to the sick and get them healed. Praise God. I met a Baptist doctor in California. In fact, he didn't even have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. got the baptism of the Holy Ghost during my meeting. But uh, we, we went to eat with him. In fact, ate and my wife and I went into their home to eat. This Baptist doctor said, well, I learned about divine healing from the Episcopalians. He didn't even know about the Pentecostals and what they believed in, but he learned from the Episcopalians about divine healing. And they only t- took papal, people, you see, patients by by appointment. And so he would skip after after the meeting got started, why well, he'd skip that uh, 10 o'clock hour and come from 10 to 11. I noticed he'd get up and leave at 11 every day. And, and so finally I found out who he was. But he said to me, he said, I always ask my patients. Now, I, have a, I teach a, uh, the, There's a college in it. That I teach the college Bible class. I have, a, well, anywhere from four to 600 college students in my Bible class every Sunday. The whole Sunday school in the Baptist Church run about 4,000 in that town. And he had about uh, 600, sometimes more than that in his class. And and so he said, uh, uh, you know, uh, any patients that comes to my office, this Baptist doctor said, did he mount the Bible? He said, I have my Bible open right there on my desk. I have it open, he said, to Isaiah 53. And he said, I say to every patient, you know you could be healed by God and wouldn't have to have any of this medicine. No, I didn't know that. Well, he said, the first thing I do is find out whether they're saved or not. And he said, I average leading anywhere from three to ten people to the Lord every single day in my office. That's pretty good, isn't it? Amen. He said, they'll say, well, I'm a member of the Baptist church. And I say to them, well, I am too. But that don't save you. Have you been born again? Well, no, I just joined the church when I was a little boy or a little girl, and I thought, I oh, say, because in the church, no, he said, I was that way too. And I found out one day I wasn't born again. You need to be born again. They said, well, how do you do that? He said, I get right down on my knees with them in the office and pray with them. And then he said, here somebody comes, you know, and, and, and I asked them if, they're, if they've been born again. They don't, what are you talking about? Well, are you a Christian? Well, I belong to Presbyterian Church. Well, he said, I belong to the Baptist Church, but that don't make you a Christian. Have you ever been born again? Well, if I have, I don't know it. And so he gets them saved, praise God. And then he said, here's some company comes from the Episcopal Church. And he said, some of them know they're born again, some of them don't, from different churches, you see. And those that don't, I get them born again. And then I tell them, now you can be healed, you know. Can I? And I'll read to them, have them to read. And he said, I'll, I'll, I'll pray with people, and hands on them there in office, some every day nearly, and get some of them healed. But he said, what amazes me is even the full gospel people, all of them would rather spend their money, take shots, Having a case diagnosed than to be healed, and I offered it even to the Pentecostals and the Full Gospel folks. I always offered to them to pray for them, get them healed. with of God, but he said. Uh, uh, but uh, and he went on to tell me, he said, "The great, And I see this isn't some wild-eyed Pentecostal talking. This is a Baptist doctor talking. He said, uh, "I've had one fellow raised from the dead." Boy, I will tell you, I'd like to have a doctor like that. <laughs> Amen, were you? He said, a fellow, friend of mine here in town, I mean, said he's the same, uh, uh, I mean, goes to the same church I do, the Baptist church, a certain Baptist church. And he said, I know he's born again because I questioned him closely, prayed with him, know he's a, we had many good times of prayer together. I, I diagnosed the case. I knew that he was just in a serious condition, but I sent him to a larger city. I phoned a friend of mine who's a heart specialist. This man is more of a general practitioner, you see. And so I sent him to the specialist. I called the specialist because I knew the man. He's my brother in the Lord. And he's not able to pay. And so he, and I don't even charge him. And he said, I called the specialist though, and told him, said, Fred, I'm sending so-and-so down there. Now I want you to give him, you know, and, and, and I want you to send me what you think about. It. I just want to be sure I'm doing everything going to be done. And I'm going to pay for it. I mean, he's a friend of mine, close personal friend. And he said, of course, his doctor friend wouldn't charge him. He said, oh, no, no, I'll do it. And he sent me all the record back, called me long distance and said to her, you're doing the only thing that can be done for him. The medication you've got him on, the diet you've got him on, so on is the only thing. And he said, I'll tell you the truth about it. The heart specialist said he'll, he'll not live another six months. Well, he said, that's, that's my diagnosis. I just wanted to be sure. Well, the doctor said to me, he said, ordinarily now, I, I, I don't make house calls. You know, doctors don't nowadays. Of course, this was several years ago. But he said, uh, one day, my, I, you know, in my office, the phone rang and his wife called and said he's dying. Well, he said, I just simply said to my nurse, I'm going, I rushed out the back of the, uh, of the office, jumped in my car and went over there. And he said, Brother Hagin, this Baptist doctor said, I pronounced too many people dead. I could not detect a heartbeat about him. I, I, I could not detect a pulse. I, I, I would have pronounced him dead. I pronounced many people dead. But he said he's only 56 years old. I just laid my hand on his chest. And said, Dear Lord, this is my brother. And he's your child. And he's just not old enough to die. He's only 56 years old. And he's not old enough to die. Now Lord, just let his spirit come back. In the name of Jesus. And said, he's lying there with his eyes set. Looked like glass marbles. And his mouth open. said, suddenly, <gasps> and started breathing.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the 6-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, The ABCs of Bible Faith, for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free one eight 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 faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rama dot org. That's r h e m a dot o r g. Rama dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P O Box five zero one two six, Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven four one five zero.
1: You yes. need to save the date for the Call to Arms Men's Conference, November four and five, Thursday and Friday, right here on the Rama campus. Uh, myself and my son Craig, we're the host. Mm-hmm. But for all the details, just go to Rama.org and you can find out everything about it. But I just wanted to mention yes. it so you can mark it on your calendar and start getting ready and getting ready to go. Hey, That's maybe right. a bunch of you, bunch of the guys. I know a lot of the guys from the different churches get together. A lot of guys that are friends they get together mm-hmm. they all come together. We have a great Great time, so hey, put that down on your calendar right now. So you know, ladies, we always have to do things for our husband anyway. So you go and register, register them for call to arms. Yeah, yeah, just yes. go to rama.org. Okay. Yes.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.